of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, I listen to those two clowns. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. This is my watch. Sound good? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show! Yeah, let's go. How about those Cavaliers last Man. night from start to finish they didn't let up and they dominated the dallas mavericks last night i was impressed with their performance that may have been their best start to finish performance all season long jt yeah i agree and you know there are two nights basically back to back they had a night in between obviously but san antonio you expect to win that game and probably think that you're going to lose against dallas well they they went after dallas last night that was really impressive and i liked that Donovan Mitchell was the guy who led the way after coming out post-game saying, look, you know, I made some mistakes down the stretch. Uh, I didn't know if I had a timeout left, so he atoned for his mistakes by outplaying Luka Doncic last night. 34 points on, what, mm-hmm. 12 of thir- or twelve of or 13 of 20 shooting yesterday, uh, dropping bombs from distance, going to the rack. Lamar Stevens had a yeah. double-double. All five starters were in double digits. It was a good win yesterday. Nice to play with the lead. He had 27 points in the first half, which was really impressive. I mean, you talk about a guy that was hot. He was in fuego. And when yeah. somebody's hot like that, just keep feeding them the ball. Let them shoot. Keep shooting. First quarter, they were up seven at the half. They were up 19 at the end of three. They were still up 15, and then they won by uh, 15, 105 to 90 yesterday yeah. to go to 18 and 11. Now they get home for, what is it, a five-game homestand, I think it is, starting tomorrow night against uh, Indiana, maybe? Yeah, it is against the uh, Pacers, and it's it, it's nice to be back home because they play much better at home. But they needed that win on the road, man. They really did. They're 6-9 and nine now on the road. So, yeah, you'd like to be a 500 road team and win 70% of your home games, and that's going to get you in the playoffs, not the play-in game. And that's the goal. Uh, Indiana, Dallas, Utah, Milwaukee, Toronto, Brooklyn. So it is a six-game homestand now for the Cavaliers from Friday, December 16th, all the way through um, the day after Christmas. Right. Cavaliers now 18-11. and 18-11. and 11. And you're still thinking when you watch this team, there are still a couple of areas that they could really improve on. But you're starting to see guys really take shape on this team. And, it's, and by that, I mean basically the bench. You'd like to see a little bit more out of the bench. But Karis Levert has been a pleasant surprise as of late, which means one of two things. Either give him more playing time moving forward or yeah. maybe maybe you move him. Well, yeah, maybe his value goes up and somebody else out there might want him. But, JT, let's be honest, he's the only guy that you can count on, maybe night in and night out, if he's accepting of this role now, which I think he is, to put points on the board. Kevin Love didn't score last night. He had nine rebounds, didn't score. And his better years are behind him. Mm -hmm. Um, Dean Wade, don't know when he's going to get back. So that's going to be a while. Ricky Rubio, same thing there. So. Levert is really your only true right. scoring option off the bench right now. Maybe your only option to get a package deal together if you want that wing player, though. Yeah, I understand, but uh, 
you weaken the bench to get a starter, and then that means who? Lamar Stevens comes off. I just I just worry about that second unit because all five well, starters were in double figures and they dominated, but the bench, with the exceptional right. vert, really didn't do much. It's last based time. on basically Rubio and can Dean Wade come back and contribute again? Because if they can, then you can move a guy or two. That and his contract, I think he's in the last year of his contract, so that's going to be. Um, what's the word, enticing maybe to another team out there looking to get rid of, let's say you've got a veteran wing that has two years left or three years left on his contract, right? And you want to get out from underneath that, so then you trade for a Karis LeVert because his contract's up at the end of this season. And Karis LeVert can start on a lot of teams, not this backcourt. No, no, he's not starting in place of either one of those. And Darius Garland struggled again. You know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt with that eye injury. Still, it's got to throw you off. And I know it's been a while since he had that injury, and he's played a lot of games since then. But he just hasn't been right since then. He's had a couple of nice nights, (laughs) but but nothing really good. And he struggled again from the field just like he did two nights ago uh, against the Spurs. Yeah, I know why he's struggling. Why is that? Spider's in town. I mean, think about it. He's got to figure out how to play second fiddle, right? It can't be easy. And especially when a guy's on fire, you're giving him the ball, he's knocking down shots from everywhere. He's got to figure out his game again and see how those two, and, and they're still one of the highest scoring back point, back guard, I'm sorry, back courts in yeah. the league. So he's got to figure out his game, and I think it'll come. He's young enough. He understands the game. And the thing is this, he's not upset with it either. So he's just got to redefine his role. He had six assists last night. I'd like to see every night minimum eight assists from Darius Garland. I think that will make him more effective, even uh, more so than his scoring. We know he can drop 20, sometimes 30 in a game. That's fine. But give me eight assists every night that you go out there as the point guard, getting Evan Mobley involved, getting Jaron Allen involved, and and Mitchell will get himself involved. It's easier said than done, though, because when you watch this offense, sometimes there's not a lot of motion. Excuse me. Not a lot, not a lot of movement, not a lot of opportunities to get those assists. Well, let's see. Last night as a team, they had twenty-six assists. Uh, Evan Mobley, fourteen points, yeah. seven rebounds, and six assists. That was nice. Six uh, assists from Darius Garland. That's good. Mitchell even had four assists while still scoring mm-hmm. thirty-four points. So you know, when the ball moves, they're a better team. Exactly. When it stagnates, when they go stanky leg offense. That's when they start to struggle late in games against a good team. And that's kind of what happened against San Antonio. Yeah. Although, late in that game, they made a, a, a mad comeback. But for three quarters, there was no movement. And that's, you're right. That's where they struggle. Yeah, so good win last night for them yeah. uh, as Dallas uh, is a 500 team now at 14 and 14. Cavs, seven games above 500, third best record in the Eastern Conference and a chance to get fat at home. And, and maybe, uh, you know, if you're heading down to see the, the Cavaliers, you'll you'll see things like this. Mobley now to Kuro first. He dunks and he just beats the clock. Going straight to the basket and throwing it down. Well, it's been a good first half. Mitchell. Oh, my. It's called catch and shoot. Garland with a nice penetration into the middle. His Donovan's man had to respect that. Stevens dumps off go. to Allen, who has to hurry. Got it. Shoot the ball to the square, big fella. 
It always works. Mitchell, he threw an elbow and an arm into Dodgers. Dodgers didn't like it. Deals to Stevens. Stevens had a look, puts it on the floor, has to hurry, fades away. Just oh, oh. high off the window and knocks it down. The bank is open. Allen, a good catch. There's Mobley breaking out of the corner. Mobley hammers it home. Cavs coming right back inside. Mitchell, seeing eye pass to Allen. Allen upstairs for Mobley. He got him a bird up over the top to throw the hammer down. <laughs> Mitchell pulls up. Donovan Mitchell from distance as Mitchell now has six threes on the evening. <laughs> he had, there was an assist when um, Mitchell passed the ball down to Jared Allen low. Two guys yeah. went up and he goes, oh, you got him two birds. Hey, he got a bird, throw it up he and got, it down. It would have been really good if you would have said, he got himself a flock. <laughs> he got himself a nest of birds. Hey, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, hey. Go see them. They're at home for six straight, man, right? They're a fun team to watch. Cavaliers get the win last night. AC and John Michael. Yeah. Oh, no, wasn't in the rock, but they were electric. Uh, but AC and J. Mike on uh, Bally Sports Cleveland with the call there. And, of course, our good buddy Tim Alcorn uh, calling the games on, on the radio. And AC, AC was in uh, good form last night. Oh, he, he was in rare form. He was rocking and rolling and whatnot and everything like that. So, uh, uh, good for Hey. So I'm watching a little bit of the Cavs game. You know, saw them start off good. Saw the uh, you know the score at the half. And I'm like, all right, I'll turn it back on maybe um, in the fourth quarter if it gets close. Right? I was watching Survivor last oh, night, yeah. man. Season finale of Survivor 43, and wondering if you were going to at least get your money back with your girl Carla. Yeah. But uh, Carla and Jesse, two of the Uncle Jesse, um, Carla and Jesse, two of the so-called favorites to win it, both got bounced before yeah. the uh, the final three. Yeah, I got a better shot at trying to figure out where Fiji is. Yeah, <laughs> Google that stuff. Yeah, Fiji. Uh, so uh, it was Gabler, the what is he, a heart surgeon or something like that? He ended up winning uh, at yeah. fifty-one, second oldest Survivor winner in the history of uh, Survivor. Yeah, I believe he's a surgical assistant. What Kenny's talking about is. We're in a fantasy league on the TV show Survivor. Whoever yeah. lasts the longest and wins the money, well, we put in money, and if that person wins, we win. Uh, we take the top three people. Obviously, first place gets the main, uh, uh, m- most of the money. Second place right. gets the second place, and the third place gets their money back. I couldn't even get my money back. Oh, my guys were out way early, but Gabler is a heart valve specialist and a former military guy, and how about this? When you win Survivor, if anybody out there has watched the show, this was the 43rd season. When you win it, you win a million dollars. Now, I think they should keep up with the times, JT. Absolutely. Bumped up to two million or three million or something like that, right? They they need to up the ante on, uh, you know, the first place prize. But last night it was a million dollars to Gabler, and he turned around and donated it to uh, charity uh, for the veterans because his dad was a Green Beret and a veteran, and he's a veteran. And so, uh, you know, taking care of veterans when they come home, uh, he donated his full winnings, $1 million, to that. Now, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, when you're a heart surgeon, you don't need a million bucks. But the thing is this. When you think about that show last night, and he donates the money back, and we've never seen that before, and like you said, the 43 seasons that it's been on the air, Shouldn't the, the, the network have chipped in and maybe gave a little bit more? Well, that means Jeff Probst wouldn't make as much money for being the host. Yeah, of that I don't know. Show, man. Right? That, he's got the best job. I want, if somebody came to me and said, all right, um, besides being a radio host, if you could trade that in for one other job, what would it be? I would want to be Jeff Probst right now. 
Because what does Jeff Probst get to do? Wherever they shoot Survivor, right, he gets to go and stay there for the 26, 30, 40 days, mm. however long they, you know, they do. And he makes an appearance here and there, and uh, the, the tribe has spoken, oh. and you're, you know, he puts out your, your flame, and, I, and that's all he does. No, he's a I producer. I want his job. He's a producer. I know, but He's still, a producer and, of that show. I know, but after a while, it's like this show. You know, you're riding a bike. You get it down yeah, to a science. You know what easy. you're doing and everything like that. That dude has the greatest job out there right now next to Ryan Seacrest, who has like 20 yeah, great I don't jobs. think I want to live in Fiji. What? You get to stay on the island. Yeah, you get to go to the sanctuary. I just don't did... like it. Pacific Ocean, I don't like it. Too many bugs. You... Too many of those it's... bats. Every time you look, there's those bats in those trees. I don't like those things. Uh, let's see here. Fiji. Where is Fiji? Let's see here. Pacific Fiji. Ocean. Fiji is officially the Republic of Fiji is an island country in what is this? In the South Pacific? I can't even yes. pronounce some of these things. Yeah. In the South Pacific. And that was one of the places they would let them film during um, the, you know, the COVID pandemic and everything like that. And um, I, I can't think of a better place. If I had to be stranded, <laughs> right, uh, no, uh, no. during COVID, I'm yes. not just going there to eat coconuts. They need some food on that island. They had food. They had Kenny. Pizza. You wouldn't last. You wouldn't last two minutes on that island. Come on, I'd love that island. You got to eat seafood. Me? Dude, you have uh, no shot. Shrimp. I'd eat the shrimp. No, you wouldn't. There's no shrimp <laughs> yes, there. <laughs> There's no shrimp in the South Pacific. You know what? I guess I would have to force myself. To eat fish there. You know what I mean? Somehow, some way, I'd learn how to spearfish like they do on the show, even though I can't swim. And then uh, yeah, I'd eat I eat the, the fish. That. Yeah, I know, right? So, um, yeah. You'd catch so, a cold. First, first like rainstorm, you'd catch a cold, you'd want to come home. No, uh-uh. I'd, just, uh, I'd dry out in the sun the next day. That's oh, the great okay. thing about Fiji, oh, like it? Florida, man. Yeah, you know so The rain much. comes and it goes. Hey, and, I forgot. And is... <laughs> You're a world traveler ever since you went to Portugal. You know all That's about right, Fiji baby. now. I know about traveling, uh, you know, across the world. Absolutely, that, that, I want Jeff Probst's job. That's what I it. want. That would that would be the job you that apply I would for that job. What do you think he makes, Jeff Probst, for being the host of that show? That's a very successful program, man. It you is, know, you right? say it's forty-three seasons. How many years has that been? 20? Twenty-one. Wow. Twenty-one and a half. He's making some uh, here. Bucks. We go. Jeff Probst's net worth right now fifty million dollars. His salary per year, which means two. Uh, two shows, right? They do two shows a year. Yeah. $8 million a year. And he gets to go to Fiji. And that's where he works. That's his office. Oh. Fiji. It's like when we oh, get excited when we go down to Progressive Field. That's our do. office. Come what? up with a game show, something unique. Yeah. Make it yeah. reality-based. He got on board before all the other ones were popular, right? Yeah. I mean, look at think about it. Jeff Probst and the Game Survivor was out. It was probably one of the very first reality-based game shows. 2000 it came out and yep. it is taken it, it's still popular i don't know what the ratings are but they've got to be good enough that they're still on network television in prime time let's see he started out making four million per season now it's up to eight million uh oh, i'm sorry no four million per season so that's four million per show so he makes eight million a year which comes out to two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars per episode probably is i wouldn't even be in, i wouldn't even watch this show if we weren't am i allowed to say gambling on it we're not gambling. It's a we're fantasy we're, league. It's a fantasy league. Yes, just like your fantasy right. football league. Same okay. thing. And that, besides, we're allowed to gamble come January first. Interesting question: Is fantasy football considered gambling? 
Of some sort, yeah. Absolutely. Is How about it? this? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you do you bet money? Do you put money into it to try and win money? I don't think we bet money. I mean, why is that legal? And we can't place a bet on the uh, Ohio State. Did you see? They, they tried to get it passed, whereas they were going to move the date up one day so you could gamble on the Peach Bowl with Ohio State and Georgia. And it got no, I turned, didn't see that. It got turned down. They tried to make it one day sooner, December 31st, instead yeah. of January 1st in the state of Ohio. They turned it down. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That would have been fun to bet on that one. Who would you take? Would you take mm-hmm. Ohio State in the points? Over. Or would you take Georgia? I'd take mm-hmm. the over. Over? Okay. All right. How about this? We, we got all excited about uh, Jeff uh, Probst making $285,000 an episode, right? That's what he gets. Jeff Bezos, you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> How much does Jeff Bezos make per day? Jeff Bezos' net worth in 2021 amounted to $197 million, which means he earned $250 million per day for the year. $250 million per day is what Jeff Bezos makes per day, and I got all excited about Jeff Probst making $280,000 yeah. uh, per episode on uh, Survivor. Well, we can't make that kind of money. We can't come up with a game show. But what we can come up with this, a chance to win Grand Funk Railroad tickets. We're going to do it a little bit differently today. Instead of playing a song by the band, when you hear this. But this is Grand Funk Railroad. Homer. You guys back there know Grand Funk, right? (laughs) Nobody knows the band Grand Funk? The wild shirtless lyrics of Mark Farner? The bong-rattling bass of Mel Shocker? The competent drum work of Don Brewer? Oh, man! When you hear Homer Simpson talk about his favorite band, which happens to be Grand Funk Railroad, in concert Saturday, April 1st at the Goodyear Theater, you beat caller number three, you will beat the box office, we'll give you a pair of tickets to see that show. How about that? Pay attention. Somewhere between now and 7 o'clock, we will do that, and uh, somebody will be a winner. Great show lined up for you today, by the way, right? Steve Hellwagon, the latest on the Buckeyes, who's in, who's out of their bowl game against Georgia. Chris Van Dyne, professional professional handicapper, gets you ready for the weekend. Lance Goodman, JT's buddy, fantasy guru, joins us. And former Indians pitcher, Brian Anderson, going to tell us about Mike Zanino and whether or not the uh, the Guardians got a good catcher. He's coming up at 5.15. And then Scott Hawkins to talk high school hoops with that Hall of Fame Classic this weekend uh, coming up at 6 o'clock. All that and much more when we return to the Kenny and JT Show. Stay with us. The Roadman and JT on 1480 WHBC.